You're listening to the Checklist Legal Podcast, digital thinking for lawyers. Hello and welcome to the Checklist Legal Podcast. Checklist Legal is a blog, a podcast and an ebook designed to help lawyers and legal professionals create contracts that clients love, design innovative tools to increase access to justice, develop new skills as a T-shaped professional and supercharge your personal and professional productivity. Welcome to episode two of the Checklist Legal Podcast where we're going to have a look at how a contract is not a piece of paper. Our mindset for this episode is to think digitally. Today we're going to be looking at what a contract is, who a contract is for, why your ordinary lawyering skills are not enough anymore and why you need an extraordinary skill set, what does it mean to think digitally and how does digital thinking apply to building a contract. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you think back over your career as a lawyer, you can probably remember a few epic negotiations. Times when you spent hours poring over pages of contracts, agonizing over every word in a clause, writing long advices to clients around the risks involved in capping liability or carving out a particular area of indemnity. You got that contract perfect. I hate to break it to you, but that contract is very likely to be lying half forgotten in someone's drawer. All your amazing work to contain risks is often ignored as companies go about doing the business of the contract, agreeing variations to your meticulously crafted dispute resolution clause over the phone, waiving their rights to issue breach notices or paying too much for late delivery because they couldn't understand your service level agreement clauses. A contract is not just a bit of paper, signed and forgotten, only remembered when there's a problem. A contract can be like sheets of music for an orchestra. It can direct musicians how to play their instruments, what style to play in, when to play and how long to play for. The composer might not have expertise to play all the instruments, but they have an idea of how it will all come together. How can people like us, whose job it is to compose and draft contracts, make beautiful contract music that is easy to understand and easy to play? When your contract is on song, all the musicians, those involved in doing the work within the contract, are playing together and making amazing music. When your contract and contract process are out of whack, your musicians aren't in sync with each other. There are notes going everywhere. The drum is beating out of time. The high notes sound shrill without the balancing lower notes of harmony. And everyone feels stressed because they think they're reading the music correctly. And it's everyone else that has it wrong. This is where many contracts end up. Contract composers and conductors can make contracts easy to understand. The right kind of contract can make a contractual process smoother. The right kind of contract can increase the positive relationship between contracting parties. We need to stop seeing a contract as just a bit of paper. It's not a bit of paper. A contract is ultimately a map to guide relationships between people. Even when it's a company that signs on the dotted line, in the end, it's people who must carry out the obligations in a contract. So what does this mean? It means you can't look at a contract in isolation from the process that it sits within. 
You must look to understand what the people involved want to get out of the contract. You need to know what the actual steps are people will take once they have a document ready to sign. In a few episodes time, we'll dive deeper into making our contract processes more productive. For now, just think about the fact that contracts involve people and processes, not just paper and clauses. So it's critically important that you understand both the people and the processes involved. The drafting of a contract and understanding the contract lifecycle go hand in hand. When you start thinking digitally, paper-based contracts and paper-based processes show their true nature. It's like comparing old home phones to smartphones. They feel slow, heavy, tethered, restrictive, old. Digitally optimized contracts are sexier and faster. As you increase your digital curiosity, you'll start to see things in a new light and ask questions you might not have asked before. Are there unnecessary approvals we could streamline? Does it go to the customer first when it needs management sign-off? Should the finance team get a heads up when it's finished so they can start creating a customer account? These questions and more will often answer themselves as you run through the rest of the contract productivity secrets towards reverse sandwiching your contract. So who are contracts for? Contracts are not just for lawyers. Most contracts are used by operational and customer service teams to solve problems people encounter every day. The issue is they're relying on documents other than the contracts to solve those problems. Only the lawyer understands the contract. Some follow business rules instead of the contract, or the statement of work which sits outside the contract, or the handshake deal that is opposite to the contract. Then we have unclear objectives, confused delivery schedules, basic legal questions which aren't really legal, such as when is the start date of the contract, when do I have to provide the service, when can I terminate, what products can I promote. Most of these problems and basic questions are solved if the contract itself is usable and reader-friendly. Even where a problem is not fully solved, contract users can ask more informed questions to their legal advisors when they can understand the contract better. Legal advisors have less admin-related questions and less disputes arise when a contract is easy to understand now and in the future when it's picked up by someone outside of the deal. It's just easier, fairer, faster and more productive to think digitally from the start and make your contract usable in the reality of our digital business culture. A contract today needs to be more than just a paper risk management document. So you must stop thinking in terms of a one-sided piece of A4 paper or whatever that odd letter size is, which our lovely American friends use. We need to think about what contracts do and what we want them to do. We need to think about contracts digitally. Maybe you already do think digitally. Perfect. You can encourage others and build a digital culture within your organization. Digital and digitization are kind of buzzwords, but what do they actually mean? How can we go digital or embrace digitization? Carol Doner and David Edelman from global management consulting firm McKinsey outline three key aspects of thinking digitally. Thinking digitally means you are creating value at new frontiers of the business world, creating value in the processes that execute a vision of customer experiences, and building foundational capabilities that support the entire structure. 
Imagine if we brought those three concepts to the table every time we approached a new contract. Thinking digitally becomes less of a buzzword and more of a way of doing things. Once you start thinking digitally and approaching your day-to-day work with a digital mindset, you start to notice the things that don't perform in a digital world. When you're thinking digitally, things that reduce productivity stick out like dog poo on white carpet. It's a different way of seeing the world and your work as a lawyer. Think about the world a contract lives in today. When we want to send someone a copy of a contract, we don't photocopy it and bind it and post it anymore. We scan it and send the contracts as a PDF via email. You don't just buy or sell products from within your own city. You deal with people around the world and sign contracts with international companies. We don't need to carefully alphabetize our contract filing system and keep all variations together. We simply name our files and folders or use metadata to find what we're looking for. Paper is an unnecessary step for most contracts in the digital world. As Eric Brynjolfsson and Andrew McPhee point out in their excellent book, The Second Machine Age, there's never been a worse time to be a worker with only ordinary skills. Digital technologies are acquiring these ordinary skills at an extraordinary rate. If you only have ordinary skills, you'll be left behind. Embracing new ways of working and looking at work digitally is an amazing way to build an extraordinary skill set. So here's your digital thinking challenge for this week. Start keeping an Evernote or Nosby or Memo Note in your phone of the unnecessary steps you start to think about or see in relation to the contracts that you come across. This list could later be refined into a list of things to fix when you're reviewing contracts, or perhaps a list of questions to ask your colleagues or clients about why is something done that way. Okay, so let's run over the key takeaways from today's show. Step one, okay, stop seeing a contract as a bit of paper. It's not a bit of paper. A contract is a guide to a relationship between people. Takeaway number two, contracts involve people and processes, not just paper and clauses. So it's important you understand both people and processes involved with your contract. Takeaway number three, as you start listening to the next few episodes and consider reworking contracts, remember to keep thinking digitally. Think of your audience. Think of who uses your contacts. Takeaway number four, think about ways your digital contract can best serve those users in a digital world and provide a guidepost for them in the contract relationship. Takeaway five, Once you start thinking digitally, your productivity naturally increases as you notice unnecessary things, processes and tasks, and then start to get rid of them. What takeaway up to now? Six? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, takeaway number six. Take the time to learn new digital skills and think about your work in the digital context so you can build an extraordinary skill set. Remember... Thinking digitally and digitization is less a thing in itself and more a way of doing things. So keep that in mind. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode around how a contract is not a bit of paper. It's a digital tool with the power to enhance your personal and professional productivity. So start exploring what it means for a contract to be a contract in a digital world. 
try saying digital that many times. Uh, Sorry, you're probably sick of me saying it by now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Checklist Legal Podcast. For show notes, head to checklistlegal.com forward slash podcast and find episode two, A Contract Is Not A Bit Of Paper. If you like this podcast, why not tweet at me at Checklist Legal and let me know which bit you found useful or give it a sweet five-star rating to help make the show easier for people to find. Next time on the Checklist Legal Podcast, we're going to have a look at some one of the fastest ways that a digitally-minded lawyer can get things done in our digital world, and that is to be a lazy lawyer. Next time on the Checklist Legal Podcast. Hope you can join me then. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.